Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, WinterGuard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder WinterGuard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Yeah, Coach, I want to ask you about that, uh, how the Conference USA has now changed the 
conference format <laughs> where the round robin now they pick you, play you in your, in your different quadrants. So how's this going to work out? Can you explain to our listeners who are maybe fans what it's going to be, be like? Because I don't know, because the schedule it all said it was too, too, too be announced. And now I see you got Western <laughs> and a few others. So how's it going to go going forward, Coach? Well, we'll we'll see how it's going to go, um, but uh, you know it's a, an interesting concept. It's, it's something uh, you know very creative that no other conference had ever done. So, at the beginning of the year, we knew that we would play 14 conference games. We play everybody once in our uh, conference travel partner twice to get to the number 14. Then the last four games, we played 18 conference games. Ultimately, the last four games would be determined after last Saturday. Um, and they would look at the, the, the standings in, in the league, and the, the, the teams that were one through five would be put into a pod and basically play a four-game round robin. Those that are six through ten would be put in a pod and play a four-game round robin, and then the uh, 11 through 14 would do the same thing. We finished first in, uh, in, in the, you know, the, the first part of the regular season, um, so, so we have the top seed, which means that we play the second and third seeds at home and the fourth and fifth seeds on the road. And, uh, you know, to keep it as short as I can, I guess, the, the, the main reason for this is to try to protect the top seeds but give them quality opponents and quality metrics. Uh, last year it would have been the RPI. This year it's the, the net rankings. See that you're not playing against teams at the bottom of the conference that have, you know, bad bad metrics and and theoretically, and it has happened to us in the past. It happened to Middle Tennessee last year, where they actually won games and your your RPI dropped, and and so just trying to enhance the resumes of the better teams in the league, so that uh, if if at all possible, uh, you know, in a given year that you you might be able to play yourself onto the bubble. Or, or get an at-large. I'm, I'm not sure that that's likely to happen uh, this, this year. But, uh, you know, it's already generated a, a little bit of ex- excitement within Conference USA. Uh, you know, a lot of people outside of Conference USA have no idea really what's going on. But, uh, you know, it, it's a big game, you know, with, with uh, Western Kentucky coming in here Saturday. They're the number two seed. You know, we've got a, a two-game lead on, on, on the rest of the uh, the, the rest of the league, and, and we're just trying to do everything we can to, to stay in the top spot. And, uh, Coach, when it comes to the tournament time, is the seeding still the same as it is right now, or does it change again? It, it it will change again, but one through five cannot be any lower than five. So it can be shuffled among the different pods. Um, so we're we're not locked in at one, but but uh, we, we can't drop any more than, than five. Uh, six through ten is, is, is you know might might shuffle, but they're going to be you know seated in those spots if, if, if that makes any sense. It does, coach. And uh, cause overall, you've had a great year, coach. You were twenty-one and six, ten and three in non-conference play. And honestly, you, you could have been if you look at it, twelve and one if you beat Oregon State and Northern Iowa in those close games. So I feel like. The non-conference state really helps you guys, prime you guys for the Conference USA run, and gets you tougher opponents. And now you get ready to play your Westerns again. Those guys in, the, in that top five part of you guys, it's like you guys are prepared and ready for it. Well, I, I, I think so. You know, early on, we're we're uh, we're, we're not a, what I would say a young team, but we're an inexperienced team. 
And like so many uh, so many clubs starting the season, we were trying to find ourselves, and we were down in, in the Virgin Islands and uh, blew a nine-point nine lead uh, with a couple minutes to go against Oregon State and just kind of gave that game away. Uh, couldn't buy a basket the next game against Northern Iowa. Uh, but then I, I think you know, we, we, we started taking some strides and improving. You know, we, we beat VCU. Uh, you know, we, we beat Syracuse at Syracuse. We've, we've had some, uh, some good conference wins. So, you know, with, with this group, you know, we, we just come out and we compete every night. Um, uh, we, we, we defensively, we're, we're, we're pretty good. We're good on the boards. Offensively, we, we struggle sometimes, but, you know, so we, we, we found a way to be good enough offensively, uh, as you said, to, to win 21 games, to be 11 and three in conference. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter now, you know, teams, you, you got to come out and, and be ready to go and, uh, you know, bring your A game each time you take the court. And I feel like BJ and Ahmad really help you guys this time of year because they're spare seniors. They're your two leaders on the team, scoring and rebounding, doing big things for you, coach. And I feel like they're, they're affecting the young, not young guys, but the, the kids who are sophomores and who are coming up the ranks here. You can help them through a tough game because they've been through, through all these wars and a tough call here or a bad stretch here that won't deter them from making the right play. To get you guys over that hump there. Well, you know, B, BJ and Ahmad, I mean, they're, they're our best players. They're our leading scorers. They're our captains. They're our leaders. And, and our team, I, I think, takes, uh, you know, takes direction from, from them. Um, the one thing, if, if we have a strength this year, I, I think it would be uh, the, the fact that even if things are going against us, we kind of keep plugging away, and that's why we've been able to come back uh, from, from some pretty substantial deficits at, at, at times. Uh, you know, those guys have, have been great leaders. And as you say, the, the, the young guys uh, take their cue and, uh, you know, they've, they've been getting better and they, they, they listen. And, uh, you know, the, the really interesting thing, you know, at least for me, and I've, I've got my fingers crossed, we haven't come close to being uh, as good as I think that, that we're capable of being. I think we've got a lot of, uh, a, a lot of room to improve. Uh, and, and uh, you know, hopefully we can do that. Uh, there, there's not that much time left in the season, but there's still time, you know, to, to I think, uh, uh, continue growing up and, and becoming a better team, and I, I'd love to see that happen. And, Coach, you kind of led me to my next point about player, player development, Coach, because I feel like at your level it's very important to develop guys over time, whether it be the spring, summer, and the fall, developing that talent, developing their mindset, developing their basketball IQs, developing them into accepting their roles. So, with, with the younger guys and looking at B.J. and Amaya's examples, how have they grown development-wise on and off the court there? Well, I mean, you, you can see them getting better, you know, week to week and, and, and sometimes game to game. And everybody develops. Everybody matures at, at a different rate. But, uh, you know, guys like Dejour Dickens, uh, transfer, uh, sophomore transfer from, from Providence, uh, seven-footer that comes off the bench, you know, we can really see him coming on. Uh, uh, Kalua Zigba from, from Atlanta. Um, you know, he, he's shown he, he's very talented. You know, he only turned 18 in, in October, so he's really young uh, chronologically. He's young from a basketball standpoint, but, you know, he's, he's pr- just, just consistently getting better. Jason Wade, another freshman that plays a lot of minutes for us, you know, has, has really grown. So, you know, you, you try to push them as, as much as you can without overwhelming them. Um, you know, the, the what you talked about the you know the off season you know that improvement that that's the 
most of the time that's the skill development uh you know part of the, of it but the, the the learning the gaining experience getting tougher understanding what wins that that's the kind of development that goes on during the course of a season uh and and, and that's just so valuable uh and and you, you can't put a price on it uh and you can't rush it but when it happens you can see it happening before your eyes and coach this time of year you people have a good number of guys. I think that helps this time of year, especially when we get into that, that tournament format in those th- that third day or so where guy legs are kind of mushy. You know, I feel like while you playing the guys, them guys you play, you guys can be fresh and overcome foul trouble or, God forbid, an injury. You all, you all, you all can overcome that because you've played guys, getting experience, they're comfortable in the scheme, the system, and they feel confident that you believe them to go out there and plays on the court when you, when they, when you call their number. Yeah, we're we're playing probably about nine guys, uh, you know, right right now, um, uh, and uh, you know that's that that's actually one less than we were playing earlier in this year. We we already had an injury uh, to Marquise Godwin, who uh, you know is is our best outside uh, scoring threat. Um, so we had to go through an adjustment period, and you know Mar- the thing Marquise was able to do was stretch defenses because they always had to account for him. But uh, Justice Kitcart has come off the bench. Uh, as our seventh or eighth man and, and given us uh, a real spark, particularly at the offensive end in a number of games. Um, I, I think when, when, when you, you look at these games and when, when we can get to an opposition's bench, uh, that has been to our advantage. Uh, you know, we, we, we might be in a real tight game, but our, our, our bench and that depth uh, has, uh, you know, I, I think paid dividends and helped us to wear some, some teams down. Uh, especially here in, in conference play. And Coach, last one I got for you, Coach. I want to ask you, how how you doing health-wise, Coach? You didn't announce in September she had prostate cancer. It came back. But I want to ask you, how how are you feeling? How have you been doing with that so far? Everything going well with that, Coach? Yeah, no, I appreciate you asking. And I'm I'm, I'm doing great. I'm feeling good. Uh, energy is high. Uh, you know, just, just continuing with the treatment and trying to be a good patient. But, uh, you know, uh, the good thing has, has been that, you know, uh, you know, with, with, without any, you know, major setbacks or anything, I'm, I'm able to, uh, kind of just focus on basketball and give it everything that, that I've got. I feel very blessed. Uh, and, uh, uh, just, just knock on wood, everything will continue going in, in the right direction. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, uh, uh, I guess I've, I've, I've got to deal with, but, uh, it, it hasn't been a, a negative at all this season. Well, Coach, I'll tell you for me personally, prostate cancer is something that's near and dear to my heart because it took took, got, took my father away from me and my two yes, uncles. So when I see that, it, it gets my radars up, and I, I'm a very much an advocate for prostate cancer awareness and getting yourself checked because I've seen I saw my father suffer, suffer with the disease, and I know what like, what it can do in in, 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 the, in the wrong way. So I definitely want to tell you, Coach, I'm pulling for you. You know, I I saw that report earlier last year. It struck me because I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that my dad had the same thing. So I was the one that you know, I, I'm thinking about you, Coach, in that regard. And I, I, I'm definitely with you in that fight as well. It's affecting me personally, but I'm still with you in that fight as well, Coach. Well, I, I appreciate it. And, and when I, I found out about the reoccurrence, uh, uh, it was actually not, uh, well, it's about almost two years ago now. Um, I, I knew that at, at some point I wanted to go public with it to, to uh, uh, again, to, to kind of encourage men um, uh, to, to, to get checked and, and you know, to, to be aware of, of the dangers of prostate cancer because 
you know, if you can ca- catch it early, uh, you know, with, with a simple PSA test, uh, the, the survival rates and everything else is, is so much higher. Uh, and I, I just want to make sure that, you know, if I could, uh, uh, you know, try to help one person. And it's, it's been amazing. I, I get emails and calls uh, all the time of, of, uh, of, of, of men, you know, over the age of, of, of 50. And it, it especially hits the African-American male population uh, e- even harder. Uh, and and I, I get these calls of, you know, men that have said, you know, I've, 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 I heard about it and I, I went and I got tested. And, and that makes me uh, feel like, uh, you know, going public with it was, was definitely the, the right decision. And, uh, you know, hopefully, we, you know, prostate cancer, there, there's a lot of us out there. But uh, as I said, if we can, we can uh, you know, detect it early, uh, we can control it and have a lot more uh, uh, successful outcomes. Yes, indeed, because that's something I told my daddy before he passed away. I'll definitely keep the fight going for you. Now, that's something I've committed to. Since he's he's passed, I've committed to doing that, keeping that legacy going on to help other men. He wasn't saved, but to help other men be saved as well. Those in my family, get them tested as well, Coach. I just wanted to share that with you that I'm with you in that fight, Coach, for sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, Coach, I'll tell you, I'm hoping you guys – pull this thing out in West Kentucky. I'll say when they come see you at home there, and I'll be pulling for you guys. I'll be keeping close tabs on you guys' games going forward. And hope to talk to you when you make that tick march into the big dance. I'll talk to you a little bit in a little month or so there.